I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. And welcome to episode 199 of the wrestling podcast about nothing and you're hearing correctly. This is not the voice of Mike Crockett. This is uh, the Kingpin, the Brawler. This is Brian Malonis. And I'm flying solo. Crockett's too busy to come to work. Brian Fury is MIA. If anybody knows the whereabouts of Brian Fury, please let me know if he is indeed okay and, and safe and sound. Uh, but I'm here. I'm flying solo this week. Uh, a week before the biggest episode in history, episode 200 of the wrestling podcast about nothing, these two guys don't show up for work. So now I'm left here to fill airtime, to uh, hold this fort down uh, while they're doing God knows what. Uh, I guess maybe the Valentine's Day festivities of uh, last week got both of them, uh, you know, a little a little too busy. Uh, maybe making up for. Uh, I don't know. Maybe making up for their for their lack of attention, or 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 I, I don't know. Maybe they had to over overcompensate for something with their loved ones uh, on Valentine's Day. I don't know. Anyways, they're not here. I'm here. So uh, let's let's talk something here. I mean, I'm steering the ship here. This is Mike Crockett's worst nightmare. Uh, he was pushing uh, for me to get somebody on. Uh, I was trying to coordinate. It was it became virtually impossible to coordinate anything here. So. This is indeed Mike Crockett's worst nightmare. I'm in charge. I'm steering the ship. Uh, so we're going to go in a fun direction, but uh, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of things here. Mike would be very upset if uh, if I didn't mention BrianMalonis.com. I mean, clearly Mike uh, has a vested interest in um, how BrianMalonis.com is doing and my pro wrestling tea store over there. So uh, go over there. BrianMalonis.com. Get yourself a brand new Bouncers t-shirt. Get yourself a, a, a Brawler t-shirt, a Kingpin t-shirt. Hell, get yourself a Curtain Jerker WPAN t-shirt. I think we've sold like four of those, and three of them were like to people we know. Mike spent a lot of time in designing that shirt. So if you're a Curtain Jerker, go get one. Order one. Help Mike Crockett out. He could use the money. Uh, I think he spent pretty extravagantly for Valentine's Day. So uh, the guy could use a couple bucks. And and, and I, th- I throw him a couple bucks uh, when uh, on the rare occasion uh, I do sell a Curtain Jerker WPAN t-shirt. So uh, head on over there, BrianMalonis.com. Get yourself one of those. Get yourself a couple t-shirts. Always good things going on over at Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, so be sure to uh, go over there and do that. Place an order. Uh, and then he'd be really upset if I didn't mention the WPAN.com. You can find bios, pictures, archived episodes, lots of interviews with uh, uh, lots of big stars in professional wrestling. I mean, none none bigger than me, who you hear every week. But we got Ivar of the Viking Raiders over there before he was Ivar. 
Dominic Dijakovic before he was Dominic Dijakovic, uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, uh, lots of good interviews in the archive. So go ahead, the WPAN.com. Check that out for yourself. You know, no nudes. Mike just refuses to put him up. I think he's a little embarrassed, uh, but nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, he's allegedly off sugar, but he's also full of baloney and has consumed sugar every day of the new year so far. So he's like George Costanza talking about being off bread. It's a crock of shit, uh, which maybe should be is a more appropriate name uh, than Mike Crockett, more like Mike Crock of shit. I, I like that. Tell me if you like that. Tweet at us. Facebook, whatever, Instagram, if you want to send us a picture or something. All forms of social media, at the WPAN. Uh, use the hashtag uh, WPAN, too. And tell me, what do you think of Mike Crockett's new name, Mike Crockett shit? I like it. I think he should officially change it. Uh, that should be the new the new uh, surname, uh, you know, for his family. I, I, I'm fully on board with this. Tell me, tell me what you think. So, since I'm the one driving the ship here this week. I got nobody to talk to unless I'm going to talk to uh, my cats here, and even they're not around. They disappeared. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm all alone. I, I don't think, um, boy, since, since we've purchased a new home, I purchased a new home uh, late, in, late in 2019, I don't think I've been alone in my own home, which is weird sounding, but if you have kids and, and a wife and all that good stuff like I do, you'll understand. So you get alone time. So I have to spend my alone time here recording the podcast because my friends abandoned me this week. So I'm going to talk about my favorite subject. I hope it's your favorite subject. I'm going to talk about myself for a few minutes. And why wouldn't I? I got a lot going on here. Uh, I'm wrestling for uh, two nationally, uh, you know, known wrestling promotions. Trying to make inroads into others, uh, maybe some international promotions. I got a lot going on here. I think I got a lot of cool stuff. I, I will say, the last couple weeks of appearing on uh, NWA Power, which is a great program. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you out there watch it, but if you saw me in NWA Power, use hashtag WPAN. Use hashtag NWA Power. That's with three R's. And let me know what you think. Uh, we wrestled the Dawson's, me and the Beer City Bruiser, my tag team partner. We wrestled the Dawson's last week on NWA Power. So uh, there's a little clip that's kind of made the rounds here. Uh, the NWA put it out. And it's of me making a comeback. And weirdly enough, it's kind of stirred up some some controversy among some wrestling legends or wrestling veterans or whatever you might uh you know, whatever whatever term uh, is appropriate here in, in this case. Uh, and then uh, my presence and, and the Beer City Bruiser's presence on NWA Power also stirred up a, a fan. I shared a post on Facebook that somebody had given me the heads up of uh, this fella. Uh, very upset that me and the Beer City Bruiser were on his, you know, either his television screen, depending on how he watches YouTube or his phone. You know, I always find it funny that... Uh, so many people will take shots at me in the, the Pier City Bruiser's physical appearance, our weight, and then you look at pictures of these people, and uh, you know they're not in the greatest of health themselves, or greatest—I uh, shouldn't say health—the uh, greatest of physical uh, appearance themselves. Uh, at least I get up off my couch and, and and do these things, and I find it funny that somebody who probably has trouble tying their own shoes criticizes the things that I can do in the ring. But uh, nevertheless, I did share that on Facebook with. Uh, with all my fans, and uh, I didn't do it for for like the oh, or for like people to. I mean, it, it didn't impact me as far as like 
it didn't make me question or have less confidence in myself. I just thought it was funny that uh, somebody would get so upset about my presence on their television screen. Like, there are so many things to get worked up about, so many things to get upset about in this world. And this guy here, the thing that chaps his ass more than anything, is me and the Beer City Bruiser uh, being on his television screen. So uh, I won't even say his name on here. If you want to see the post, it's on my Facebook, my public Facebook account. Go go check it out. It's uh, This guy's pretty upset about me and the Beer City Bruiser on there. So uh, sorry. I, I apologize, sir, <laughs> that... Uh, Many people have a difference of opinion of you, of me and the Beer City Bruiser, and unfortunately for you, we're going to be on your television screens probably for a long time to come here, so may want to find something other than pro wrestling to watch. I, I don't know if it makes you that miserable. Fast forward through our segment. Whatever you need to do, I'm worried about this gentleman's uh, well-being, though, over how upset he was <laughs> over our presence. So uh, back to that clip I was talking about. There's a clip of me running my comeback, and I mean... I hope it's not a surprise to people because I feel like it's the thing I'm kind of known for, and that's uh, my athletic ability. Um, there's, no, you know, it's funny I get compared to like King Kong Bundy so often, and uh, I feel like I'm very different than King Kong Bundy, other than we're both fat guys. I guess maybe that's just, uh, you know, ah, they're both fat. We'll just compare him to uh, King Kong Bundy, but. There's this clip of me. I, I, it starts off. Uh, I do a splash in the corner. I whip the guy across. I give him a back splash. I hit him with a cross body. I get up and I fire up the crowd. So Rudy Gonzalez, who is a uh, he's, he's the man that trained Shawn Michaels. Um, you know, he opened, the, I believe, the Texas Wrestling Academy with Shawn Michaels. So he helped train, you know, Daniel Bryan and and uh, Lance Cade and Brian Kendrick. Um, so very noted, um, very noted person in the professional wrestling industry. And he took the clip and put it on his Facebook and was pretty critical of it, um, actually. Um, uh, really, just because I didn't, I didn't pen uh, the fella. Uh, and then in the comments, uh, another another wrestling sort of legend, uh, training legend for sure, uh, Les Thatcher took some shots at my weight, which uh, I thought were completely unnecessary. Because, uh, I, I, I mean, I like to think of myself as somebody I'm not above reproach. I'm not above accountability. I'm not above listening to f- uh, constructive criticism and getting better. And then I just see, like, all these all these morons who are trying to kiss the ass of Rudy Gonzalez and Les Thatcher to try to get booked or try to prove that they know wrestling in, in some way. And they're just taking cheap shots at my weight or talking about me getting my shit in and things like that. And I did have a few people uh, come to my defense, thankfully. But then I just said, the hell with it. I'm going to come to my own defense here. You know, I flat out said to Les Thatcher in a comment, like, I respect you. I respect what you bring. But that comment was a cheap shot and very unnecessary. And I stand by that. Uh, for somebody who, you know, uh, is is a trainer, uh, is supposedly trying to make the wrestling business a better place, uh, for him to take a cheap shot about me and my weight uh, in a public forum um, like that, uh, I mean, you know, speaks to character a little bit. Um, You know, I've only met Les in passing a couple times, um, but to me, I mean, he hasn't reached out to me since that. I don't even know if he deleted the comment or whatever, but, you know, I I would certainly be open to hearing critique and, and things of that nature from somebody who knows as much as Les Thatcher. But as far as just taking a cheap shot at my weight, I think, you know, sometimes things like that speak to somebody's character. He's going for a cheap pop from a bunch of clowns that are, that are, uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> looking for some validation from somebody like Les Thatcher or Rudy Gonzalez. I mean, I, I love input. I love uh, feedback. I don't need the validation of anybody at this point. You know, and, and it played out in very publicly on Facebook. I get a lot of text messages and, and messages about it. And uh, certainly, I, I you know, I appreciated the advice when it actually got to that. But to the fellows who felt the need to – and these are people within the business. So uh, it'll be interesting if sometime uh, our paths cross – how how they react or talk or or, or what they say to me because uh, I I would guarantee that they wouldn't say that any of that to my face. So again, these are a bunch of nobody clowns who are going nowhere, have been nowhere. You know, I, I guess it doesn't bother me from, from the sense of just like you know here here are two guys and Rudy Gonzalez and Les Thatcher who are trying to make the business better. And I, I will say Rudy did not take any shots at me personally. It was more just a criticism of uh, of my work, which again I have absolutely absolutely no problem with. And so I talked. You know, we we talked it out <laughs> publicly right on that Facebook there, and we're good. I'm fine. I'm fine really with it all, other than to say that. Uh, all these clowns that uh, had something had to, felt the need to take a, a cheap shot at me, you know, my weight and all of that. Well, I might be this big fat guy, and maybe I don't know how to work based on uh, your standards. But uh, I'll keep working for places like Ring of Honor and the NWA, and and you keep doing what you're doing, and uh, we'll both be okay. So, uh, did want to address that. Uh, Mike Crockett would probably be um, sweating hearing me think talk about uh, these sort of things publicly. He gets very uncomfortable with confrontation. We all know that. But the hell with it. Uh, you know, somebody's gonna take a cheap shot. I mean, the hell with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna respond back once in a while. Uh, the internet has become a place where. People just think they can say and do whatever they want without repercussions. And 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 if you're going to say something publicly, there is a chance that the person that you're writing about may see it and may want to address it with you. And I, and I think I'm going to start doing that more often, you know, good and bad. I, I don't want to uh, just focus on the negative stuff because there's lots of good stuff. And uh, I addressed that this week, I, I, the outpouring of uh, support, um, you know, to me and the bruiser on appearing on NWA Power and in Ring of Honor, the, the support is overwhelmingly positive. Uh, I put out a tweet this week talking about um, it feels good when there are so many people that are that are pulling for you, rooting for you, wanting you to be successful. It feels really good. Um, so I don't want to dwell on the negative situations because the good far outweighs it, and, and it really drives me forward. It makes me proud and and makes me very happy to be in a position where so many people are, are, are happy for me and rooting for me. Uh, and, I, and I truly appreciate that. Fans, peers, mentors, um, you know, there, there are so many that I, I know have me and the Bruisers back and are rooting for us and want us to do well. So uh, to those people, thank you so much. Uh, very appreciative of, of that support. And, and hopefully we'll, you know, continue doing our thing and, and, and keep, you know, doing it well into the foreseeable future. So uh, I did want to also touch upon one more thing here. And, and this, is, uh, uh, this is, this one's a bit of a downer. Saturday, um, you know, this past week, uh, the fifteenth, I was, I was, I was out. <clears throat> I was at Mohegan Sun with, uh, you know, with um, my wife and and my sister in law and uh, my brother and my brother. We weren't <laughs> we were on the same slot machine. So my brother texted me some really horrific news I hadn't been on Facebook yet, and that was that uh, boy, a guy I've known, you know, 
geez, just since about the start. Uh, somebody who I think Jimmy had uh, was in his first match. Uh, this this guy was in his first match. Uh, that, that's a, a New England guy. Many will know who's, who are listening to this name, Nick Steele. Passed away this past weekend, and, and I'm sitting here Sunday morning recording this, so this is just 24 hours later, and I, and I, and I can't even wrap my brain around it. It's, uh, I mean, Nick was such a, you know, rock-solid human being, a man's man, truly one of the old-school kind of tough guys, um, but not one of these old-school tough guy pricks. Um, you know, Nick was uh, Nick was a joy to work with, very easy uh, to work with in the ring and to, and to put stuff together with. I had a program with him in Top Rope um, a couple years back. I think we ended in like a dog collar match. Uh, it was a big show at a college somewhere in that Fall River area. I don't remember the name of the school, but uh, he was just so easy, easy to work with, easy to wrestle. Um, and most importantly, just just a really good guy to be around in the locker room, uh, going out afterwards, having a couple of adult beverages. Nick was just always uh, always a pleasure to be around. And I, and I don't say these things, and, and that's the thing. A lot, a lot of people, when somebody passes away, you know, all this adulation comes out. But honestly, I don't think I'd ever heard a negative word about Nick Steele um, before he passed away and now and and you see the outpouring uh, of love and admiration and and the message is pretty consistent nobody's ever heard anybody say a bad word about nick Steele. um that's because there wasn't a bad word to say about nick Steele. he was a genuine guy he was who he was and he was comfortable in his own skin and uh you know, uh, I mean, I, I won't sit here and pretend I was one of his best friends because not. We were, you know, and we shared many a locker room, we shared many a beers, <laughs> we shared uh, the ring on a number of occasions, and I was very grateful to uh, to get to know Nick. And he was a guy who, you know, if he ever came up in conversation, it definitely always brought a smile to my face. Um, nothing but good, fond, and positive memories of uh, of Nick. Who, uh, I mean, more importantly than a than a pro wrestler, he's a, he's a husband uh, and a dad. Uh, and, and leaves behind, you know, um, you know, his family. So uh, I just, you know, I just wanted to talk about Nick here for a couple minutes because I think he's a guy who um, was just, again, uh, I'd never heard a bad word about him. Every experience I had with him was overwhelmingly positive. And um, I think a lot of people share the same, the same sentiment out there throughout New England. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, my heart and, and my condolences go out to uh, his family and his close friends. And I don't know if there's going to be a, a GoFundMe or a benefit show or, you know, when these things happen, these sort of things happen. But anything I can do or anything we can do here on the WPAN, uh, I think when these happen, th- these sorts of things happen, it's important for, and we are, I mean, and especially here in New England. I mean, I know there's listeners beyond uh, the borders of New England, but especially here in New England, uh, you know the wrestling community really needs to come together here and, and kind of wrap our arms around um, some people who are gonna who are gonna need that love and support right now. Um, so uh, you know, definitely rest in peace, Nick Steele. And uh, you know, whenever I think of Nick, I'll, I'll always uh, you know I'll always smile and always think about uh, you know the good matches, the good times in the locker room, and the and the and the cold beers and, and fun stories and laughs that were shared uh, afterwards. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, everybody, uh, you know, take a moment, you know, whatever, whatever you believe in, whatever you do, just take a moment and keep, uh, you know, keep Nick's family in your, in your thoughts and prayers. And cause like I said, they're gonna, they're gonna need it going forward. So 
tough transition here, uh, you know, going forward. But I did, you know, I felt the uh, the need as for somebody who's you know been around as long as I have in the New England scene, and uh, somebody who has enjoyed being around Nick as much as I have to you know say something and address it. And but we'll uh, we will trudge on here uh, on the wrestling podcast about nothing. So Mike Crockett uh, again left me in charge, for better or for worse. You know, I, I think it's because he had no other choice. Um, he's definitely it's a, it's not a vote of confidence that Mike left the WPA in, in my hands for this episode. So he left it up to me. I got to decide. You know, what is this episode going to be? Uh, this is uh, rare territory here, where only one of us. I think we've only done this maybe one other time. I don't know if Mike has ever. Can't think off the top of my head if Mike has ever had to do this, but I had to do it. Um, notoriously, I was losing my voice. I had to keep taking sips of water. Uh, it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. So hopefully, this is going a, a little bit better. But Mike. You know, and I'm gonna talk to everybody. Can listen, but I'm gonna talk directly to Mike. Mike, you you don't support my pro wrestling career. You take uh, you take cheap shots at me all the time. Um, so if you think for a moment that I'm not gonna take advantage of this opportunity to stick it to you a little bit, you're out of your mind. You had to know this was coming, so I don't feel sorry for what's about to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the theme of episode 199 of the wrestling podcast about nothing, the WPAN, uh, it's going to be entitled, The Worst of Mike Crockett. You heard that right. Let me say it one more time. The Worst of Mike Crockett. Now I know there is ample, uh, ample material uh, to go with here, but uh, we'll pick a few of the the very worst uh, moments. Mike's always good for a off the wall idea. Some of them are good. I'll give the guy credit. Some of them are are pretty good, but some of them, especially these misses, are bad. Very, very bad. Um, the first one we're gonna go to here, um, and I'm gonna apologize in advance, people. This is, I mean. Uh, I apologize to you, but uh, to truly show you the worst of Mike Crockett, we have to start with something that uh, may be the most disgusting, most vile, most inconceivably idiotic, moronic, stupid idea in the history of not just the WPAN, but podcasting. If there was a podcasting hall of shame, this idea may be... First ballot, first unanimous selection. This would be the Mariano Rivera for baseball fans of of uh, Hall of Shame for podcasting. Mike has come up with some good games. We had the dirt sheet shuffle, which he threw. You know, he threw to the uh, to the wolves after uh, I got a winning record on it. But this one here was just atrocious, bordered on offensive. Mike got this great idea to try to sing with water in his mouth. I, I don't even know how else to describe it. I don't I don't I don't have a better way to articulate this. So having said that, I'm I'm gonna let you um uh, decide for yourself and again I apologize in advance for what I'm about to put you through. Without without further ado, uh first up on 
Mike Crockett's worst ideas. Gargalyrics. Over the past year, we've developed a very popular game that we're playing over on the BDA radio feed, as I just mentioned. It's kind of been our calling card, and it's called the Dirt Sheet Shuffle. But some people, especially after last week, are calling it juvenile. They call it unsophisticated. Someone even called it poppycock. <laughs> and love, I've you uh, love poppycock. I've taken this to heart, Brian. <laughs> I've taken this to heart. Uh, so I've devised a new game that we are debuting right now on the NAI network. No more silly jingles. I know you'll be happy with that. No more lowbrow humor. This, my friends, is high class competition. This is Gargalyrics. I'm sorry, what? Gargalyrics. So, is that like the, the Smurfs villain? Well, get ready. <laughs> Give me one second. Now, I've ha- I, Brian, I know you've had your ups and downs with our other game, and you've cried foul on more than one occasion. Well, the structure of this game is quite simple. It's been Crockett-proofed, in fact. All you're tasked to do is identify a wrestling theme song. That's it. Okay. I give you the lyrics. You name that tune. All right. That's Garga Lyrics. Now, how's that sound? All right. How'd you come up with the name, though? Well, <laughs> uh, we'll get right into it, but we're going to go away from Facebook Live. Oh, you got to listen to the podcast if you want to. Uh, all, all the people watching live at home right now. Yes. So make sure you tune in this Monday. Download on the NAI Network, the wrestling podcast about nothing, and you can see... You can hear Gargalyrics. All right, Kingpin, let me just moisten my throat here, and we'll begin this cultured contest. Please don't ever say moistened again. <laughs> Gargalyrics on the wrestling podcast about nothing. <laughs> yes, Brian. I'm going to throw up. It's high class stuff we're doing here. <laughs> that was the first song. Now, can you guess? What song that was? I sure can, Mike. That was that was Hulk Hogan's Real American. <laughs> and you are correct. <laughs> that was fucking disgusting. <laughs> All right, Brian. We're gonna keep it classy here, as uh, Hard Buddy Harper says on the Book of the Territory podcast. It's real classy. Here we go. The second gargalyric on the wrestling podcast about nothing. <laughs> It's a good podcast this week, folks. <laughs> Here we go. Literally can't look at you. <laughs> you got anything on that one, Brian? Demolitions theme yes, by Rick is. Derringer. It is. 
Congratulations. You got the Axe second and, one Axe correct. and Smash are rolling over in their graves, and they're not even dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian. We're going to keep the uh, keep the hits rolling here. We're going to keep it uh, sophisticated as we move on to our third wrestling theme song. It's Garga Lyrics. Yes, Brian, do you have a guess for this theme song? I, I think we got another 80s wrestling hit on our hands here. Yes. The Honky Tonk Man? You got it! All right. You got it. He's cool. He's cocky. He's bad. All right, Brian. It's a hit. This game's a hit. I can feel it. We got another dirt cheat shuffle on our hands, folks. People throwing up <laughs> listening to this right now. Brian, we got two more. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go with our next Garg lyric. <clears throat> All right, Brian, how you feel about this I one? I have no clue. <laughs> Absolutely no clue. You don't know that one? <laughs> no. Well, it's not from the 80s, I'll tell you that much. No? No, I have I have no clue. <laughs> that was the Viper Randy Orton. Wow, I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> All right, Brian, we're going to close this game out with one final gargle lyric. And it's a deep cut. Oh, boy. And so on gargle lyrics, Brian, we call these the deep throaters. Okay? All right. Keeping it classy. <laughs> That's what this is all about, Brian. Everyone's saying it's juvenile, the dirty shuffle. We're elevating the game here. <laughs> all right. Now, for your final garg lyric, the deep throater. Here it is. <laughs> Brian, it's a deep throater. It's a deep cut. I understand. But do you got anything for this final gargoyle lyric? I, oh, I, I really don't know. I, I have no, I have no clue. You want to give me a hint? <laughs> um. Well, no. All right. <laughs> then I don't know. <laughs> he just recently returned to television. Just recently returned to television. Oh, you didn't say where, though. <sighs> Jesus, I don't, I don't know. Uh, no, Finn Balor's music doesn't have any words. I don't know, buddy. I don't, I don't well, know. Well, Brian, you should, be, uh, you should hang your head in shame because... It is the music of your good friend, the original theme of Kofi Kingston. Was that, that's what that was? Yes, S-O-S. <laughs> you didn't hear it? Come on. No, no, I did not. <laughs> well, that was it. Hope some of you guys out there got that one. I'm sure you did. It was plain as day to me. 
<laughs> I guess I was the one gargling it. But You're the one deep-throating it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that, folks, that is our new game, the wrestling podcast about nothing. What'd you think about it? What'd you think about it, Brian? <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Again, I just want to apologize for subjecting you to that again but uh you can't tell the story of the worst of mike crockett or crockett's worst moments uh without gargle lyrics so um again a heartfelt sincere apology to the listeners of the wpan for subjecting you to that again but it's you know it's it's with purpose um you know sometimes we have to experience uncomfortable and unpleasant things in life to really reflect and and tell the entire history you know the uncomfortable truth and history of something so gargle lyrics certainly certainly falls in that realm and who would have ever predicted that uh after gargle lyrics that we'd be on the verge of episode 200 on the wpan which uh you know takes place next week and boy hopefully my uh my compadres are back in the saddle again here with me or Episode 200 is going to be pretty damn lame if they decide not to come to work next week. So, no, I'm kidding. They'll be back next week. Uh, We got something special planned for episode 200, so uh, I can't wait. Hopefully, you can't wait either. I definitely saw a graphic. I still don't know what that's about. Uh, The end of the world as we know it. Mike uh, is very tight-lipped, as he is a lot of the times, with... Uh, his ideas, as you as you can see, the gargle lyrics might have never uh, found the light of day had he had he given me uh, you know advance notice of it, not just springing it on me. So um, you know it might have. <laughs> I mean, is it a good or bad thing? You tell me. Tweeted us hashtag WPAN. Uh, what do you think of gargle lyrics? Um, you know, maybe there's some new listeners who had never experienced it before. Uh, is gargle lyrics good? Am I just off base here? Tell me. Uh, we want to hear from you. So definitely, uh, definitely let me know. I do have something else here, though. I mean, we can't just have one moment for, uh, you know, Mike Crockett's worst moments. We can't just have one. It's plural moments with an S. Uh, again, Crockett likes to spring things on me, especially things he knows might might not be the best of ideas, because I think he likes to make me miserable. Uh, misery loves company. There's nobody more miserable uh, on the WPAN and probably in life than Mike Crockett. Misery loves company. Uh, that, that's the that's the that's the phrase of the day. Mike again hides these things from me. Doesn't want me to know. I get no advance notice. He just goes, "Hey, in the moment, react to this." I say, "Okay." <laughs> All right, we'll see how this goes. And I'm usually on high alert at that point. Um, so next up here in Mike Crockett's worst moments is something that, um, I, I mean, I don't know. You're going to have to listen to yourself. Uh, I think he came up with this because it had a catchy rhyme for the title, and that's the only redeemable quality of this. Uh, it's going to be entertaining and funny for all the worst reasons. Uh, why don't you give it a listen yourself? Uh, give it a listen, folks. Making its return here on episode 199 of the wrestling podcast about nothing, the WPAN. Mock it, Crockett. Impressions. Oh, boy. Impressions. That's where the money is in the podcast game. I, I don't have to do impressions, right? No, no, no. It's all me this time. Pritchard's making millions. You, you're talking about you want to listen to Pritchard's podcast before ours? The reason? His impressions, I'm sure. Huh? <laughs> the, the 605 Super Podcast is entertaining the masses with their work. How about Andrew Paisano from the Putting Over Podcast Facebook group? Well, I always uh, take care of my 
Paisanos. And I'm taking care of Andrew Paisano. He does the What's Wrong with Wrestling podcast, and he does a killer Steve Austin impression. It got him work on the Edge and Christian podcast. You get a Lonnie Anderson uh, impression? I don't. What's wrong with Lonnie Anderson? <laughs> well, uh, Andrew Pisano on the Putting Over Podcast Facebook group. Make sure you go join our community of pro wrestling podcasters. Just put Putting Over Podcasts in the Facebook search and you can find us. But besides that, imitating wrestlers, Kingpin Brian Malonis is where it's at. You just almost backhanded me. <laughs> <laughs> I get very animated. So imitating wrestlers is where it's at. Uh, it's... Mm. I've been holding back on you, Brian. I'm sorry to admit. I've been holding back on this podcast. In this head are a ton of voices just dying to break out. I didn't think you were holding back. I just set my expectations low. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to let all this out, Brian. Finally. Finally, I'm going to live up to your... We're going to raise your expectations, hopefully, (laughs) from this whole thing. Let that podcast cash start rolling in because I've got the impressions. It's time to play... The WPAN's newest game, Mock It, Crock It. Good God. How you like that? Good God. Mock It, Crock It. Of course, you named it after yourself. Well, it's all about <laughs> me, Kingpin. You know how it is, especially when you don't care enough to listen to the show. All right. I got my hat here. Let me just take off my headphones, and I got my hat, and I have some names on some pieces of paper here, Kingpin. Right, and they're the, all see going the paper. into the hat. Where'd you get that paper? We're at my house. Did you rip up a piece of my paper? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So uh, we got them in the hat here. Hopefully it's not my chaotic check. What you're going <laughs> to do is basically pick out a name, read it to me, and I'll do the impression. Could be anybody in here, Kingpin. Yeah? So reach in, pick out a winner. All right. Do I get a drum roll or something? Oh, you want me to actually pick? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. What do we got here? All right, Mike. I got Scott Hall. Scott Hall, Mike. All right. All right. Scott Hall. We all know Scott Hall, right? One of the outsiders. Yes. Finding members of the NWO. Scott Hall. One of the greatest all time, never to to be a world champion. Yes. That's on a podcast we've done. Yes. All right. Scott Hall. Here we go. Hey, yo. All right. That's it. You, you going to stop there? <laughs> Doesn't need to be any more, Kingpin. No, that's That is iconic. That's pretty good. I just didn't know if you are going to do more. That was that was it. Maybe uh, like uh, one more for the good guys or something like that, you know? Let's just stick with the hey, yo. That's all you need, really. That's Scott Hall. All right. To a T. All right. How many rounds are we doing here? We're doing a few. We'll do a few. Oh, boy. The people love the impressions. That's what we've established <laughs> here, Kingpin. Impressions are money. They do love All them. right, let's go. Next one in the hat. Funny equals money. That's what you're saying? Exactly. All right. I got the next one. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is a little strange, but the diamond stud. The diamond stud, a product of WCW managed by <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. He's um, eerily reminiscent of someone else that we just mentioned. Uh, okay, the Diamond Stud. <clears throat> he didn't say much, but what he did was very effective in WCW. <clears throat> the Diamond Stud. I couldn't tell you what he, what he said as the Diamond Stud. but I'm about to show you. Okay. <clears throat> hey, yo. He, he, said, he said, hey, yo, as the Diamond Stud. Yeah, definitely. He had the toothpick and everything. I I, I can't, I can't, uh, I certainly can't disprove this because I don't remember the diamond set all that much, 
but uh, that doesn't sound right to me. Well, okay, let's just it, let's it's move the same on. person though. So, well, I guess let's just move on, Kingpin. Let's get let's get another one in there. Oh, boy, all right, all right. The next impression. All right. Uh, so, so did you did you exclusively do one human being? Because this is Razor Ramon now. Razor Ramon. He went into the Hall of Fame, <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame recently. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Razor Ramon. So that's, uh, hmm, we'll see what we can do here. Okay, Razor Ramon. <clears throat> A multi-time intercontinental champion. <clears throat> here we go. Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. <laughs> If I if I've been had here, is this what? is this a rib? <laughs> no, no, it's not a rib. It's it's an impression. Razor Ramon. He said, "Hey yo, right?" I I don't know. Did he? Oh, maybe. All right, Chico. I, okay, I, I added it in there for you. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. Maybe we can pick somebody who's not Scott Hall. Well, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'm not I'm not familiar. Uh, I'm not familiar with this one, Mike. So, uh, Starship Coyote? Starship Coyote. Let me educate you there, Kingpin. The NWA, way back in the early to mid-80s, there was a tag team called the American Starship. It was Starship Coyote and Starship Eagle, I believe. So this is Starship Coyote. Remember, and he was in Jim Crockett Promotions, let's just say that. Okay. In North Carolina. So here's my Starship Coyote impression. Starship Coyote. Hey, yo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> it was one of his first gimmicks. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Why are we doing all Scott? All right, all right, all right. This all right, is all right. stupid. All right, this is the joke. All right, all right. I'm just having a little fun with your kingpin. Okay, I'm putting in some more. Uh, Would you rip up some... two pieces of paper? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm putting in some more. Here we go. I'm putting more into the hat. These are other names Jesus. that aren't related to Scott Hall. If this Hall. is like some other like Scott Hall incarnation that I don't know no, about. No, 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 like... no, no, no. Okay, well, I'm through having fun, King. Oh, I'm losing them all here. All right. I think the so... audience is through having fun already. <laughs> They're losing it as well. All right, here we go. I got more in the hat. I put a bunch of more names in the hat. Not related to Scott Hall. Here we go, Kingpin. All right. All right, hold on. It's, all right, it's not Scott Hall. Thank you. So that's good. So maybe we'll start playing this game. Okay. All right. Vince Russo. Vince Russo. There's a, a somewhat famous impression. Bruce Pritchard does one. Here's my take on Vince Russo. <clears throat> hey, bro. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's not, that's, I don't know. <laughs> what, what? I feel like he this says, is Gargalyrics part two. He says bro. He says bro a lot. He does say bro. Okay, hit next one, next one, next one, next one. All right, Kevin Owens. KO. Okay, next one. Jesus. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yo. Okay, here we go. There's another one. Terry Boy? Terry Boy from Michinoku Pro. You don't remember him? No. The six-man tag team match from the first ECW pay-per-view? No. He's also known as Men's Teo. <laughs> what are you looking at? Oh, my God. All right. Speed round, Kingpin. Uh, speed uh, round. Here we go. Here we go. Let's just get a few out uh, there. Dardarius Targaryen? Oh, from Game of Thrones. Hey, Snow. Here we oh go. Next one. Oh, my God. This is getting so stupid. Jim Cornette. Mayo. 
Okay, you like some mayo? <laughs> here we go. I hate right, here we go. laughing at this. The Godfather. Hey ho! Here we go. One more. One, one more. Not two more. Two more. Two more. King. Two more. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hey ho! <laughs> one more. Naughty by nature. Hey ho! Hey ho! I, I, th- that's it. I'm done with this. I am done. This is so stupid. This what, is so what? so fucking stupid. Come on. Okay. What? What? What then? <laughs> Uh, like I don't know whether to laugh, to cry, to hit you. There's one impression that you've done on this show. Yes. That I, I actually kind of enjoy. It's oh, made me laugh you. a little bit. Thank you. And you didn't even put it in there. Enzo Amore. That's I think that's what like you're famous for. That's your famous impression. That's my famous one. Okay. Okay. Enzo Amore. Let's end this. We'll we'll end this right here. End this the right way with my Enzo Amore impression. <clears throat> Uh, so, uh, uh, what's, uh, uh, hey, Zo. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, I, uh, I think I need a new podcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Mocket Crockett, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, another one for the history books. <laughs> Let's note, see the feedback on this note one. Note to self, when Crockett says he has something new, avoid it like the plague. Well, that was a trip down memory lane, wasn't it? So, you know, I, I can't in good conscience continue to subject you, the listener, uh, to any more of these. Um, I mean, the, the, there's a list that goes on and on and on. Why don't you tell me? What, what are your <laughs> Mike Crockett's worst moments? Uh, hashtag WPAN. If you had to <laughs> formulate a list... Uh, don't forget to, to let us I mean we want to know Mike wants to know what are his worst moments I want to know what you think his worst moments are so you tell me hashtag WPAN uh, let us know I'm sure the list will be extensive uh, from the listeners he's going to be so pissed uh, I, I can see him right now because he has to edit this still by the way uh, and he has no choice because I, I've held off on recording till Sunday and give it to him in the last second so he has no choice but to just go with and roll with Whatever it is I choose. and Because if there's anything that Mike Crockett will not be able to stand, it's the WPAN not getting out on time. So he's not going to have time to do anything but throw in the clips I, I've called for and and roll with what we got. He doesn't have a lot of time to edit. This was done intentionally. Uh, there is a method to my madness. So uh, imagine, imagine not just if you're Mike Crockett having to listen to this when it comes out, but also being put in a position to edit it and, and be the one to produce it and have no choice because there is absolutely no time uh, to redo it. That's the genius. That's the evil genius of this plan. So I hope you all appreciate uh, that. <laughs> Mike's going to have to listen and cut this together and actually do work with it. Um, not just not just listen to my burials. So so with that, you know, we've had our fun. I'll, I'll stop burying them now. We've only done two segments of it. So uh, you're okay, Mike. We don't have to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want you throwing uh, that, that mixer that I purchased that you hardly ever use up against the wall or something like that. So uh, just calm down. I'm, I'm going to do something special for you here. I'm going to ask for and call for something special. Uh, something everybody loves is, is, you know, well wishes on their birthday. Mike Crockett's no different. That even makes him happy uh so what i want put in here mike uh what we're going to listen to next here is um you know all our fans all our friends 
calling up the WPA in line and letting Mike Crockett know uh, exactly what they think of him for his birthday. Uh, with that, Mike, it's belated. Your birthday's in November, so you know it's already passed. But let's remind the folks at home just how and, and or, or, or what the fans of the WPA and what our friends uh, thought of you for your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, Mike. Let's listen to all these well wishes that our fans sent to you. Yes, Kingpin. It was my birthday. You are well aware of this. Yes. Oh, yes. I've been made well aware. <laughs> what do you mean? You, you've taken it upon yourself, my friend, to put together a bit of a tribute for your pal, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not uh, prompted at all. Just did it all on my own because you're a special guy. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's really, I was really surprised when you just brought this up and said that you wanted to do this for me. I'm really, I was really happy. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. It was all, you know, it was, it was all my own idea, right out of my own brain and uh, no prompt to need it at all. I did, I did rally the troops, though. I did rally the troops. And I think you're, uh, I think you're going to enjoy uh, what you're about to hear. Yeah, because my voicemails just started filling up the wrestling podcast about nothing voicemail line. Of course, the number is 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Got a ton of voicemails over the past couple days. I guess you rallied the troops and we uh, got some, I assume, birthday greetings. So I guess we'll just listen to them right here, Kingpin. Yes, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I haven't even heard these. I just load them up, not listening to them. So here we go in no particular order. The first birthday greeting. Hey, Crocsocks, your old pal, Big Woody. Just wanted to call in and wish you a happy birthday. I don't know, I kind of thought about you a little bit today when I thought it was your birthday and realized we go way back to the old NWA New England days. I remember starting out back then when you first started out, I remember thinking to myself, you know, this kid might be a good referee. I gotta say something. As a referee is concerned, he turned out to be a hell of a podcast host. All right, my brother. No serious. Happy birthday, home. Have a great one. Talk to you soon, buddy. Well, the uh, it's a little tough to hear there at the end. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, as a referee, you are uh, you are a fantastic podcast host, though, huh? Thanks, Big Woody. I felt like Thank- it was a bit of a backhanded compliment. It felt a bit backhanded. Well, maybe slight. I'll take it in the best possible way, though, Kingpin. Thank you I'm very sure much. I'm sure the messages will get better. I'm sure they'll. Yes. You know, I'm sure they'll get better. Thank you, thank you, Big Woody, for your thoughts and your voicemail. Very much appreciated. And on to the next. Here's a big birthday shout out to one Michael Crockett. Mike must be great to be on an extended hiatus from the wrestling business. I mean, you should be ready to collect Social Security by now, right? Anyway, man, hope you have a great birthday. Don't cheat too much on your cheat meal, and hope you have a good one. Bye. Okay, I I, I think that was our buddy Randall Keough, if I'm not mistaken. Sounded, sounded like Randall, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Social Security, huh? Wow. And I, I did not have a cheat meal, Randall, I'll have you know. There was no cheating to be had. But did you put in for Social Security? No, I did not, no. No. All right. All right. Thank you. Well, thank you very have much. Been a little Randall. rough here, buddy. I hope. I'm sure they'll get better. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much, Randall. Uh, you know, you're a longtime listener. Really appreciate you listening and appreciate your voicemail. All right. Let's move on to the next voicemail here for Crocsock's birthday. The champ is here. I wanted to call and give a big happy birthday to the guy that is so old he is in Jesus's yearbook. 
Hey, Mike, I wish I could say I want to look as good as you when I'm your age, but that would be a lie. A little advice, slow down on the trans fats, eat more vegetables, and remember to take your vitamins, brother. Here's a life hack for you. The secret to getting all strong and jacked is to pop open those Flintstone vitamins and only eat the Bam Bams. I would tell you to act your age, but I would be afraid that you'd probably die. Happy birthday, Crockett. Chad Alden from A Man Walks Into an Arm Bar, the MMA oh. podcast on BDA Radio. This is this is starting <clears throat> to take an unexpected turn. Unexpected, huh, Kingpin? Completely unexpected. <laughs> uh, what what was your inquiry when you went to these people? What did you, what did you say? Well, I just said just like my tweet said. I, could you call in and wish Crockett a happy birthday? Tell him the Kingpin sent you. That's all. All right. Well, thanks, Chad. Of course, uh, I'm, I'm you can sure find... there's some better ones out there. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some where people aren't taking shots at you. Yeah, you can find the MMA podcast. I'm sure they're going to be talking about GSP winning the title, all that stuff this coming week on A Man Walks Into an Iron Bar on BDARadio.com. Uh, I'm not sure why I'm plugging him, but you know, I'm a professional. I'm a professional, Brian. All right, on to the next voicemail. Hello, boys. It's Max Smashmaster. I just wanted to say not only happy birthday to one Michael Crockett, I want to say his taste in belts sucks. The Big Eagle belt sucks. The Winged Eagle belt is where it's at. And also the Undisputed Championship is where it's at. Mike Crockett doesn't know anything uh, unless Dave Meltzer says it's good or bad. Just kidding, Mike. I love you. Happy birthday. Uh, you're 42 years old. Hopefully, uh, you're trying to keep it that age, but you're old as fuck. All right? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to make come back at the end there, but then, you know, he zigged and he zagged, right? <laughs> what does Dave Meltzer have to say about your birthday? <laughs> I don't know. You should have got him on the line. Maybe maybe there's a voicemail from him coming up. I maybe. guess that's going to be the big surprise. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we talked last Thursday on BDA Radio. Go back and check out that podcast, episode 41, I believe, of the wrestling podcast about nothing. We talked about best championship belt designs, and Mr. Smashmaster did not agree with my selections, No, apparently. he agrees with me, though, the, uh, the undisputed championship. All right. Well, thank you, Max, and this one is bound to be better here. Uh, next voicemail, all these people wishing me greetings uh, sincere greetings, I, I, I would assume, for my birthday on Saturday. Ladies and Pooputs, please welcome back Big Bake and Brad Hollister to the WPAN. And this time I'm not here talking about how awesome I am, which is a lot, which is like totally. I'm here to wish Mike Crockett a happy birthday. When I first started listening to this podcast, it was because it was a podcast about something I love by someone I respect. I just don't know how Kingpin let you water him down like that, Crockett. But seriously, I hope you have a good birthday, and I'll be seeing you guys around soon. Kingpin, odds are next time I see you, we'll be turning on each other. But it's all good. It's not like we're on each other's team or anything. Wait a minute. You're on my Survivor Series team. No! <laughs> he seemed like he, he spent very little on me. This is my favorite one so far. 
Yeah, exactly. I do have to correct Big Bacon, though. It's not his Survivor Series team. It's my Survivor Series team. We are the Kingpins, just so we're clear. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, and you've turned on him twice at this point, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. And now you're making them a part of your team for uh, Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll get into that a little later, as you said. All right, next voicemail here. Hey, wrestling podcast about nothing. It's your old friend, RJ DeLuise from Times Square, New York, calling to wish Michael Crockett a warm, happy birthday. I remember 72 years ago when you were born, just a small little zebra who's grown into such an accomplished man with a podcast that deals with nothing and a co-host who is so dreamy and so sweet to work with, and a caller like myself who makes your program actually listenable. So for the 17,000 hours you spend each week putting this podcast together, I'd like to thank you for having me on it to make it actually something people will want to tweet about. So happy birthday to you, Michael Crockett, man amongst men, ref amongst no one and just so much joy to you in the coming year and with that i will say nothing did i did i get a hint of sarcasm there <laughs> i liked it too he called me dreamy that was a good one mike <sighs> this is not this is not going well i don't i i i i sincerely apologize here yeah you you apologize huh how many more do we got uh, there's a couple more here. A couple more. Um, I'm sure these ones will be much better. This one came to my personal email. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, let's go to this one. This was not through the voicemail line. Let's listen to this. Hey, everyone. This is Jamie Jamitkowski from Chaotic Wrestling and the For the Pops podcast on the NAI Pop Network. You know, when Brian reached out to me and said, hey, November 4th of this weekend, could you send us just some quick happy birthday memories? I was so excited that he remembered the special day and even asked me to contribute. It was so tough, though, to decide what memories I wanted to share. You know, should I pick something from an illustrious wrestling career that's winding down? Should I talk about memories from when we all worked together at a lingerie company? Should I talk about our friendships outside the business and some of the fun trips we've all taken? But, you know, really to celebrate a birthday like this is tough because how do I do that and, and stay humble? I mean, it's kind of weird to talk about my own birthday on November 4th without signing like a complete douche, but, you know, I'll give him my best Jamie, shot. you know this is for Mike Crockett's birthday on November 4th, right? Wait, Mike Crockett? You guys have the same birthday? This is for Mike Crockett. His birthday is November 4th, too? Are you Crockett? Who the does he think he is anyway, still in the limelight from my birthday all these years? What the has he done? Oh, what does he do? Quote Seinfeld, Back to the Future, and then he's just basically miserable about everything else in his life? Yeah, great, Crockett. Happy f***ing birthday. By the way, my legal team's going to be in touch. We're filing an injunction against you to keep you from celebrating your birthday on the same day as mine going forward. Good luck, pal. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, Jamie does have uh, the same birthday as me, and I thought we were birthday buddies. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. And thank you very much, Jamie, for providing your own beeps. I like that. <laughs> yeah all right um all right this one's bound to be better you get a couple more left here and uh my goodness this isn't going well 
Brian. I, I'm starting to regret forcing you to do this tribute to me. <laughs> no, these will be better. I, I'm, I'm sure these will be better. All right, here we go. Hey, Crockett, I was calling to tell you happy... Man, fuck that. You set podcasting back 30 years, or maybe 10, however long podcasting's been around, with that mocket Crockett bullshit... Then you fucking refuse to do a total diva show with me on the book in the territory network. What the fuck, man? I never thought there would come a day when me and Brian Monis will get along. But lately, he's given Southern wrestling its due, and you just disrespect the sport by getting blown up at the count of two in Brian Fury's last match, and I'm just kind of tired of it. So, uh, Crockett, I was telling you happy birthday. But since you refuse to do my show with me on Total Divas, I'm pissed off, and uh, you can just go jump off a fucking bridge. Brian Malonis, put the show. Crockett, I don't know what to tell you anymore. <laughs> These are getting worse, Mike. I don't know how this. I don't know how this here? happened. What's going on here, Brian? What did you tell these people? You've apparently angered many people, Michael, uh, especially Mike Mills, who me and Mike Mills are now uh, apparently the dynamic duo. Mike Mills, can can he officially be taken off my feud list and, and added to yours? I guess so. Man, Jesus. I don't know what's happening here. Things are going off the rails very quick. Uh, I'm glad I had a great day yesterday because today is not going very well. I don't know. You didn't even eat cake. Doesn't sound like you had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, uh, oof. All right, uh, wha- two more here, Brian. Let's let's get this one out of the way so we can uh, get through this goddamn thing because it's not going as I envisioned. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Brian Fury. Just calling to wish Michael Crockett a very happy 49th birthday. I'm so happy for you and all the things that you've done in your life. It's very, very, very long life. I just wanted to tell a quick story. Um, this is the type of guy Crockett is. He, um, We were at a show in Maine working for NWA on Fire in the Civil Season. There was this new guy in town. Uh, the great Malachi was his name, and um, it was the first time I'd ever met him. And he got like a title match or something that night, and I was just joking around backstage like I normally do. Oh, look at this guy, his first time. Uh, in the company, and they get the heavyweight title match. Clearly, just kidding. So anyways, somehow word gets back to him I was saying that, and he thought I was serious. So after I wrestled my match, I come downstairs, and I'm all tired, and Crockett's next to me, and we're talking a little bit and starting to get undressed, and this kid comes up to me like pissed, legit pissed, and wanted to try and start a fight with me. He had somebody with him, too. I don't remember who it was, and his uh, girlfriend. And they were all very angry with me and wanted to start a fight with me, a legitimate fight. So there's a couple people there. And I turned to my right, where Crockett was standing just a second ago, and he was booking it down the hall as far away from this as he could be. Absolutely no help whatsoever for what this fight or what could possibly transpire here. So now it was just me left alone with these other three people. Uh, nothing happened, thankfully. But Crockett, man, he really would have had my back there that night. That yellow-bellied turncoat took his bag, ran down the hallway as far away as he could. That is the type of guy Michael Crockett is. And I just wanted to share that here on his 49th birthday. 
Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> You've apparently angered a lot of... this. Is You know what this is almost reminiscent of, Mike? Uh, speaking of Seinfeld, the final episode of, of Seinfeld where all of the uh, extra characters sort of came back and, and told all these rotten, miserable tales of what type of people uh, they really were. And this is almost uh, reminiscent of that. You, you've apparently angered a great deal of many people in your life. A lot of character witnesses here uh, in the trial of my life. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm not 49. Let me just say that, Brian Fury. And I categorically deny I did not run down the hall. There was no running. I just excused myself and walked down the hall a little bit where my bag was. And that's what happened. I'm no, I'm no yellow belly, if that's what he called me. Did he call me a yellow belly? He did. He did call you a yellow belly. Uh, uh, all right. Well, like I said, I didn't run away. I just, I had things to attend to in my bag. There's something very important. There's something very important at the bottom of my bag that I had to seek out. So I started digging <laughs> and digging and digging. And I was bound to find it at some point, but it just couldn't wait. I had to find it right then. So that's what was going on. That's all that was going on. So... Thank you, I guess, Brian Fury, for calling in, for humiliating me. Thank you, Brian Malonis, for humiliating me. Oh, we've got one more here. Um, Mike, I, I, I got a good feeling about this one. It's, it's a little bit of a surprise, you know, for you here. Mike, this is a, a international wrestling superstar on this. All of this was a build up to, to this. To, you know, that I, I wanted to roast you a little bit after you made me get people to... Uh, Wish you a happy birthday. Uh, but this one here, uh, this is somebody who, bona fide wrestling, wrestling superstar, so many big matches in their career, all over television in their career, and somebody who has a very special message for you uh, for your birthday. So uh, we, we queued it up here, Mike, but, uh, you know, enjoy this one. Happy birthday, sincerely. Uh, and this one I think you're going you're gonna to really love. Okay, so you went out and got someone. Uh, this is all the the bit, right? And then you, now you went out and got someone, like as you said, an international star to wish me happy birthday. And let's wrap this whole thing up nice in a bow, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a big build up to you know, I, I you know, I wanted you to get the good one last and 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 have the other people rip on you. So I'm sorry you've taken it, you know, so so poorly here. But uh, this one's gonna make up for it, buddy. All right. Okay, Brian. (laughs) Brian, what? You did just you just recorded that? Oh, that's all the way from from Moscow. Nikita Koloff wishing you a happy birthday in his native language. How did? (laughs) How are you upset about this? I went through the trouble of tracking down Nikita Koloff in Russia and having him record this for you. The Kremlin wishes me well, huh? <laughs> Vladimir Putin himself, buddy. All right. I've had enough, about enough of this, Brian. Uh, thank you very little for getting together this thing that I commissioned you to get together. A joyous celebration that turned into a living nightmare uh, and a Russian nightmare, I might say. Um, <laughs> it's been no fun. It's been no fun. Thank you very much, Brian Malonis, for all that you did to make this a terrible day. Thank you. 
I bet you're wishing you had some cake right about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm going to do after this. Jesus. Heading straight to uh, Carvel. Give me a nice ice cream cake. Ooh, fudgy the whale. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, th- I think Mike has probably had enough at this point. Again, he's probably broken something. He's probably punched something. Uh, who knows? Maybe we won't even make it to episode 200 now. Maybe I've pissed him off so bad that uh, maybe we won't even make it to 199. Maybe this will never hear the light of day, and I'm talking to myself right now instead of all of you listeners at home. We'll, we'll have to find out. Uh, so if you're hearing this, that means he wasn't too mad, and we're probably going to have episode 200 uh, next week. I'm even going to make it easy on Mike. I'm going to go ahead and skip the promo about nothing this week, but I'm going to put a call, a call to action. I've asked you guys for a lot of participation this week, and I'm going to continue to ask you for a lot of participation online. Hashtag WPAN. Send us your promos about nothing for the week, and and, and I'll make Mike, and, and I'll comment, too, on them uh, and let you know what we think of them. So hashtag WPAN. Send us uh, your favorite bad promos of the week, uh, which is essentially what the uh, promo about nothing is, uh, bad promo from the history of pro wrestling. Send it our way. We love them. Uh, you love them. Send it our way, hashtag WPAN. Send some bad promos our way. Uh, but I am going to still plug my dates. I hope uh, Mike is still okay with that because I am uh, hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying my trade as a professional wrestler. And here are my upcoming dates. This Saturday night, February the 22nd, I'll be heading to Clinton, Massachusetts for Lucky Pro Wrestling. Not only will I be wrestling Antoine Nichols, I'll be in the Lucky Lottery. Uh, uh, so what the hell? I've never I've never won one before. I don't I don't even know if I've ever even been in one. Uh, I'm gonna go win the lucky lottery. Uh, so come on out to Clinton, Massachusetts, if you're in the area. Uh, come see me at Lucky Pro Wrestling. Uh, you get to see me twice in one night. So how lucky are you? Uh, you get to see me wrestle twice in one night. Uh, come on out, Clinton, Massachusetts, Lucky Pro Wrestling. February the 28th, I'm heading to Nashville, Tennessee uh, for Ring of Honor. Uh, you can catch this on Honor Club. Again, that's Friday night, February the 28th. And then the very next night, February the 29th, again for Ring of Honor, I'm heading to St. Charles, Missouri, after that, uh, March the 13th, again for Ring of Honor. Uh, it's the anniversary pay-per-view. That's in Las Vegas, Nevada. The very next night, it's Ring of Honor Pass First Present, March the 14th. Lots of great names from the history of Ring of Honor coming to Las Vegas, Nevada. So, uh, again, all these Ring of Honor events can be seen live on Honor Club. Uh, so, uh, you know, be sure to get your Honor Club membership there. Uh, and then rounding out the month of March, uh, March the 28th, that's a Saturday night, the Millennium Wrestling. Federation in Somerville, Massachusetts, the MWF. Check out bostonwrestling.com for full ticket and card information. So uh, if you want to book me and maybe even the Beer City Bruiser, the bouncers, uh, you can DM me on any form of social media that you find me on or email brianmalonis at comcast.net. I'd love to come to your town, uh, your city, uh, your wrestling show, your autograph signing, host a seminar. I do it all. Uh, I've been around for 18 years now, so I, uh, you know, I'd like to think I'd add something uh, to your wrestling school or promotion or autograph convention. So again, slide into those DMs or email me at brianmalonis at comcast.net net and uh here we are we're at the conclusion uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap up or i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up episode 199 of the wrestling podcast about nothing next week on these feeds episode 200 can you believe it this will be the 200th time that uh we uh 
buckle up these straps and, and go to work at the WPAN. I can't believe it. When we started this, I would have never imagined getting to 200 episodes. Uh, I figured, you know, probably do it for six months, a year, and, uh, you know, that would be about it, and it would be a fun little memory. But here we are coming into 200 episodes uh wild wild journey i'm sure uh you know uh, i i have an idea of what mike has planned and um it's going to be something special so it'll be a great episode episode 200 next week but for right now uh episode 199 is over uh so for for uh, the the mia mike crockett the mia brian fury i'm brian malonis big ups to mucko and thanks for nothing <laughs>